Your favorite thing to do on a day off? Binge watch television. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Reba Watchables, your favorite podcast recapping the hit sitcom, Reba, starring Reba, conceived probably by Reba. Um, you know, as we always know, you know, the the revolution will not be, will be televised. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Rebo Watchable-lution. Won't be televised, though. Only podcasted. Only podcasted. But the Revolution has been televised. It actually already aired, um, you know, exactly 20 years ago. I just mm-hmm. realized 2021, here we are 20 years later. Um, I'm here, Natalie Weiner, um, with my co-host. Johnny Opping. Um, we're returning. It's been a while since we last... Since we last potted, several, many moons. Yeah. New presidential term, new year, Mm -hmm. new, I don't know, Natalie lives in a new state. Yes, I live in Dallas, much closer to where Reba is set, which is outside of Houston. She's inching closer and closer. Yeah. I mean, soon I'm going to live in the house where it was filmed, but, (laughs) you know, all in due time. Um monitoring the the zillow (laughs) of the reba home i mean that would be on brand which also i was thinking about you know not to go on a tangent before we've even started the podcast but it in the cut cutaways like from commercial or from scene to scene whenever there's about to be a scene in the reba household which is most of the scenes Mm -hmm. they do that thing that was like a staple of every sitcom of that time where they like a music plays for 1.5 seconds Mm -hmm. and they show the house Mm -hmm. from the outside and then the scene starts and like without question in all of these sitcoms from the outside the house is just like enormous yeah (laughs) and then you only ever see two rooms of the house basically yes and you're just thinking like god where like why are you trying to puncture the world building that Reba has done so far? <laughs> well, I'm just far. wondering what's go like. Does she have like what's where? What else is in those rooms? Is there like a recording studio <laughs> in those rooms? Maybe is that ba- there's there's a recording studio. Uh, okay, this is all very not aligned with the strategic discussion we had before recording, where we're going to try and <laughs> do a synopsis of the episode more quickly so you have a better sense of what actually happened in case that's something you're interested in i told natalie like 10 minutes ago like we've got to stop we've got to like actually explain what happened in the episode before we go on tangents you know so people can actually understand and immediately i'm like how big is their house isn't that a big (laughs) house um so yeah what happened in the episode the episode was called this is season one episode four important to clarify um it's the episode was called you make me sick mm-hmm. um it was it did the date it aired was october 26 2001 yeah as we always have to note a nation still reeling you yeah know. so now we're about six weeks five weeks yeah five from, six weeks from, from 9-11 so it's kind of like this is the last episode before the 
first Halloween after <laughs> <laughs> that was so, so, so you know, moms are like trying to figure out if they if it's safe. Like, will that's the, true. Will I do kids get that. like anthrax in right. the candy or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there were like articles. Uh, <laughs> I say this like I was twelve years old reading these articles. Uh, that was like, yeah, like. Like the don't open. I mean, they are they're these every year, but don't don't take these unmarked candies. Right. Um, which like you know normally it's like there's there's uh, you know like razors in them or right. there's LSD in them. Was is which is like yeah I'm sure someone's gonna <laughs> give away LSD, LSD to trick or treaters. Yeah. But I think during this particular year, like it was anthrax. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was I like do don't go to the anthrax that. house. Uh, but. Okay, and it had 4.5 million viewers, um, which is the most since the uh, pilot. So people were getting back into it after, you know, crazy world. You know, people can't necessarily prioritize Reba, but, you know, that's a sign of normalcy. Mm -hmm. You know, the ratings were kind of rising again. And it was the first episode written by Patricia Carr, which... I don't have, like, a fact about her. I don't know if that means anything. I'm just <laughs> assuming that, like, as we continue to do this, she will become, like, a really important figure. And we'll, and so it'll be Probably. like, oh, yeah, like, you could tell, like, the Easter eggs that she drops. Like, I assume that there we, will be some, like, some key themes. I mean, I've got to say, Khan like, episode. this one, this episode of Reba was definitely, like, a slow burn episode. I would say by the end, Patricia did plant some things that did kind of come to fruition by the end of the episode. But mm-hmm. the beginning was a little bit, a little clunky, a little mm-hmm. odd. Anyway, so... Yeah, to, let's get into, like, exactly what happens. So what happens, there, the A-plot is that... Well, it's kind of actually hard. They're sort of parallel. They're equal plots. Yeah. Yeah. Equal plots. Um, one plot is that Cheyenne has morning sickness because she's pregnant. You know, teenage daughter, in case you forgot. Who is pregnant and, like, her stupid boyfriend is trying to help her, but he can't and he feels bad. So instead, he gets some advice from his stupid dad, who also happens to be a stupid coach. Well, his stupid dad-in-law. Right, yeah, not his real stupid dad. The stupid Cheyenne's dad actually <laughs> came from the pregnant girl's dad. Dad, which, yeah, does make it a lot worse. And he was like, just tell her to pretend. That's, or no, that's he not what he like said. like a sports analogy. Basically, yeah, he was like, was tell like, her to get over it. Yeah, like it's all about attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta, like, mind, over, mind over matter. Yeah. And um, his wife, Barbara Jean, is also pregnant. And so he told... Fiance. I'm not sure they're Fiance. actually married yet. Okay. Uh, mi- former mistress, mm-hmm. now baby mama. Yeah. Uh, so he told. What is the Van? Sorry, he told Van, like, yeah, Barbara Jean's handling it just fine. Like she's tough. Right. And, right. Like Reba, she was always a baby about it. Like blah blah blah. And so it's like you just gotta like you you guys come over. We'll have you over for dinner, and like you'll see she'll see someone handling it. Like, well, well, and see that it's, like, not that serious. Yeah. Like, basically, the dad's trying to, like, make it Reba's fault that Cheyenne has morning sickness. Like, because right. Reba doesn't know how to, like, handle morning sickness or whatever, despite the fact that she has three children. But anyway. Um, and then on the other the other plot is that the son, the young, Reba's young son. Jake. Jake has a friend. and that Down the street. Down the street. 
and they're going to the Jake is going to the friend's house all the time for sleepovers and because he's like my our house sucks right now you know and then it's kind of like you know honestly fair because he's dealing with his teenage sister and being pregnant sure. getting married like there there's a lot of happenings at the Reba household so it's kind of understandable that like the eight year old maybe kid like wants to go yeah. be at his friend's house so he's uh, and Reba really appreciates that the mom is taking Jake and taking care of Jake, you know, mm-hmm. and all these play dates. So she offer she plans a big sleepover. Right. She's and, trying to reciprocate. Yeah. She's like, here, he can come over, you can have a night off, like, whatever. It'll and the mom is super dodgy about it. And then we find out soon that she's dodgy because she doesn't want her son in that house where uh, teenage pregnancy is happening. <laughs> right. Um, and so Reba confronts her and says that she's so offended by the judgmental attitude that she doesn't want her son playing at their house either. Mm-hmm. Um, so she tries to have a, a sleepover with just her son to like make him yeah. be like, hey, you don't need your friend. You have me. Right. And it's really sad. And then she's kind of like, okay, I guess you can like play with him. Um, but that doesn't change anything about the way I think, you know, feel right. about his mom being a bitch. She's like, the, she decides to be the bigger person. Right. Like, it, like this shouldn't affect my son's friendship. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, the other mother comes around and feels bad for how judgmental she was. And right. it's all resolved and the two friends can play together. Also, Meanwhile, ultimately, Cheyenne, you know, gets the lowdown. Like, Barbara Jean has told Cheyenne that all you have to do is, like, pretend to be happy to make your man happy. Because that's women's job. Which, obviously, you know, heavy on the internalized sexism. Um... And so Cheyenne tries that for, like, approximately half a dinner, and then she's like, I don't want to do this, and she says that... She comes clean about it. She comes clean. And she tells, she exposes Barbara Jean. She exposes Barbara Jean, and she tells Van that, like, she's not really, like, happy and able to just, like, get over it by acting, you know, like, she isn't feeling bad. And then Van feels bad, and he's like, no, no, no. Because ultimately, Van, despite being extremely stupid, is, like, a seemingly decent person. So. Right. He, he is, is like, he's good when not too stupid to know how to be good. <laughs> so, like, when it's actually explained to him in a really dramatic way, he then he understands. is, like, God has her back. Whereas Cheyenne's dad, you know, when confronted with the fact that Barbara Jean has been pretending not to be morning sick uh, to make him feel better... Is just like that's my girl, and that's like basically. And they have, yeah. And they have. Everybody's happy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's all of it. Um, So I don't know what we should get into first. I guess the it opens well with morning sickness. Mm The again, I mean, there's all of the two young, two Reba's two young children. One of them might get a plot, but I don't think both of them will ever get a plot. Yeah. In an episode, so the Kira, like, Kira the middle daughter, she's like just 12-ish. you know again there for a comic relief. Yeah, so she makes fun of the morning sickness and uh, and is again like doing her homework at the kitchen table, like talking to everybody else. And then there's a really weird moment when like she's just sitting in the kitchen doing her homework, and Reba's talking to Jake, you know, because they just had this conversation Jake, the young son the young son like having this conversation about him going to the neighbor's house or whatever or and anyway 
And she kind of randomly is just like, don't let your sister have any more of that candy. When There's never been any lines about the candy yeah, at all. It didn't make any sense. I don't know if we missed that, but yeah, there seemed to be no candy. And then the camera just cuts to Jake just taking a handful of gummy worms and shoving them all in his <laughs> mouth at once. Okay. And it's the joke is supposed to be like, I guess boys are gross and little kids are weird. <laughs> like, okay, so I have... All right, a little uh, peek behind the curtain. Uh, <laughs> Natalie wanted to record this episode over a month ago, <laughs> and she told, and so, and we were not in the same state at the time. So she told me she wanted to record it, um, and so I watched the episode by myself uh, in preparation, Classic prep, and research. Um, it turned out that we couldn't record it that day, so we ended up waiting over a month. But this was the first time watching an episode without Natalie. So I was like, I better take notes. In, <laughs> but it was like one of those things where you start taking notes and you like look back and you didn't take very many notes. So this is, I'm showing Natalie, this is the extent of the notes. <laughs> and it's, it's, like a, it's like 25 words broken into five sentences, basically. And one of them, so I haven't read it since December 12th. This is the first time I've opened this notes app. And one of them just says, so many gummy worms. <laughs> I mean, well, that's true. There were so many gummy worms randomly in this one moment. There was also a C-plot, I would argue, um, about Reba's begonias, which were dying, yeah. apparently. And there was, like, this whole bit where um, Jake, the younger son, is like, well... We like to pee in the yard. That's what's... Because there's this little camp out. Well, she's moment. like, what do you do for fun? Because she wants to have fun. Right. With, like, when they're doing their mother-son, like, Yeah, she's trying thing. to, like... Yeah. And, yeah, and he says, like, well, some, what do you and that weird kid do for fun? And he's like, we pee in the yard. <laughs> and she's like, that's why my begonias are dying. And it's like, but um, <laughs> um... And then Barbara Jean later says, I... In explaining how she hides her morning sickness she's like i barfed in your mom's begonias and then with like a very exaggerated motion and so yeah Yeah. reba's begonias begonias have been taking a beating right uh and okay also another note from that uh the mother son camping thing (laughs) which it took place indoors in the living room in the living room and they were like Roasting marshmallows over a flashlight. Yeah, like it was like, like pretty sad. On but also, was it explained why they didn't do it in the backyard? I don't know. They presumably have a backyard. Maybe they don't have a, they have a giant house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, also something. There's two things I noticed. The first, not as huge, was that the young son got a haircut. Like <laughs> he looks. Like normal and like cool now. He looked. He, he looks cool. Yeah, he looks <laughs> really fucking cool. No, he, I don't know. He looked, <laughs> he's a young man. Uh, no, he. Uh, but in the first episode, I don't know when he got this haircut. Maybe I just now noticed it. But he had like insane dorky bowl cut hair. Mm. And I now don't, I haven't been painting. Now he's like hair. little. TV star. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, three episodes of Reba, you move up in the world. And then the only other thing that I noticed that I didn't bring up to you, 
while we were watching is this friend that he has. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they did like a th- like a not pay another actor thing. The kid looked exactly <laughs> like him. And the only, I think the only scene where they're both in the frame, uh-huh. one of them's, ba- one of them's back is two. Yeah. So they did like a parent trap situation. <laughs> and because like, and like one, the kid does have one line. But when I, when he was saying that line, I was like, that's the son. Why is the son talking to a different mom? Like I thought it was a joke that they were doing. So I do think that that was a thing of like, we can get away with this, like. I feel like wouldn't that be more work than getting some other random little kid to come in? I don't know. In? There's a lot of things you have to do with like child actors and yes, like that's you true. know, uh, there's a lot of union <laughs> stuff. You know, they have, they have to they can only work certain hours. But anyway, um, also notable in the campfire scene is that. There's a very forced moment of Reba singing, <laughs> like because she's like, "Let's sing some campfire songs," and then she just like casually starts singing, and it's like where the you know home on the range or something, right? Yeah, I think that's what she was singing. I have a question that because we haven't watched an episode in a month, so if this was like established, I don't remember. Does Reba have a job? Not in this. We haven't heard about a job okay. thus gotcha. far. All right, which is a lot of episodes. Huh? Which is a lot of episodes to be, like, discreet about. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, because she was, like, a stay-at-home mom, right. I think, like, like you know, with dentist, dentist husband, yeah. so he's, like, doing pretty well. Um, but, yeah, now he's got to pay child support, has a new wife, baby on the way. I bet if they don't do an episode about, like, Brock's financial situation sometime in the near future, like, yeah. why are we even watching this show? No, he's definitely going to get, like, lured into a... Ponzi scheme. It's <laughs> gonna be like a half season plot. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to see some of the other notes I have from December twelfth, twenty twenty? Because you said Brock. The first one just says Brock Dash Pat Green, and it's basically <laughs> that I think I finally realized that Brock looks exactly like the country music hmm. singer Pat Green, who okay. like. Which, I don't know, for anybody listening in Texas, now they can, like, picture Brock if they haven't watched the show. Yeah. And that is, like, the show takes place in Texas, and 2001 is when Pat Green was, like, at wow. the height of his, like... So, Reception. I assume that people at the moment were, like, hey, that guy this looks guy a looks lot like, like Pat, Pat Green, Green, and it's a show starring a female country star. Yeah. So I wonder if they're, like, why don't we get... A guy that looks like another country music artist. Perhaps. And get this whole, like, country vibe going. I also have the quote from the mom that was, like, played for a joke, but didn't have enough context to be anything but, like, sad. It is, like, (laughs) when Reba was like, thanks for, uh, you know... For watching Jake, right, and she and he was like, yeah, like I don't, with PTA, you know, like, uh, like the idea was Rebo was, was like, basically suggesting that this woman was like super mom, so, yeah. and just like had was super on top of all of it, and yeah, doing all this stuff. And her response, the mom's response was, well, like, you know me, it's either stay busy or get liquored up. Yeah, and it's like, okay, and it's like no, like all right. Like, that's a little bit real for Reba. Yeah. 
it's not really a joke. I don't yeah, know. it's kind it's of like a punchline. And also, the way Reba laughs in that thing, it's like it was like a super forced laugh. So like. It almost felt like Reba's just like kind of humoring this lady. She's like, ha ha ha. Like, that's not really a funny joke. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, who, who knows what the deal is there? I, um, I have one other note about that woman. Mm-hmm. And it was just that when, when Reba went to her house to like confront her mm-hmm. about how judgmental she was being, I, did you notice this? Cause I noticed it immediately with the first time I watched it. And then I watched, I stared at it the whole time and this, this re but watching of it um is that there's just a like a framed painting of a toucan <laughs> like prominently in her ass like like very like as if it was like the most tasteful thing in the world <laughs> so i don't know she it's not like that. she had her didn't have her own issues (laughs) things to hide something she bought when she was all liquored up probably (laughs) yeah i don't know that was that was a really like oddly dark moment and it's funny because like reba when she's confronting that woman she's like kind of she's at first sort of in disbelief that the woman like she's like wait you actually don't want your son to come over because like my daughter is pregnant you know Mm -hmm. like and she's like what do you think i'm doing it's not like there's a teenage orgy at my house and then later she like makes another orgy joke yeah then she's like sorry i gotta get back to my orgy (laughs) (laughs) either there's like a latent desire for Reba to like participate in an orgy which like okay or, like, that's the only thing that they could say on TV, like, and have it still yeah. be, like, G-rated or whatever. Although, I guess... I mean, I don't know what really else good. they would say. I don't it's know, like, like, drug use or yeah, something. that's I don't true. Or G was, was not as... <laughs> she couldn't really be like, I'm gonna go shoot up heroin or something. Like, <laughs> might have been... But they did say the liquored up thing, so, like, I don't know. Who knows? The, right. Well, maybe it was, yeah, it was a different time. I don't know. FCC, like, what's even going on? Like, sex was bad and and alcohol was fine. (laughs) Which I guess has always been the American. That's true. It's the American way. (laughs) Um, I mean, as far as overarching themes for this episode. So the last thing I note I have. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay, Mr. Notes app. (laughs) Well, look. Um, besides so many gummy worms, framed painting of a toucan, stay busy or get liquored up in quotes, and Brock dash Pat Green, I have the words, men are coached into toxicity by other men. So wow. I had like a very critical analysis. Yeah. Well, that's that's real. And it does happen very explicitly in this episode with Brock's little scene. I mean, he's literally a coach. In a locker room. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, like, just, she needs to just get over it. Like, blah, 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 whatever. Um, But, yeah, I think it is interesting in this episode that we see, like, how gender norms are going to be a continual, like, plot device and, like, centerpiece of... And it's like, uh, I mean, I was going to say it's like, well, like, basically, because the, the two men in the show are just incredibly stupid. <laughs> yes. But then That's to be purpose. fair, like, every character that isn't Reba right, is really honestly stupid. pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, there's like, and I think that they're kind of like inconsistent with Cheyenne mm-hmm. of like, 
if it works for the plot, we'll make her really stupid. And yeah. if not, we'll make her, like, a young Reba. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, like, it seems like every episode has been, like, Brock's pretty toxic. And then Van is is so dumb but that he could easily into, like, like doing the right thing right at the end of the like episode. he could go wrong but like eventually like he has a good heart or whatever yeah. so like he'll wind up on the right it's side also like pretty wild that, like and i assume that we're four episode, episodes and i assume this will continue for like many episodes is that like he was just it's just, like, not really talked about that Van was just, like, completely disowned by his family. <laughs> like, like he, he, I mean, like, it's, I, obviously, that's, like, a real thing. Like, uh, like, I mean, I think it happens to, to women who get, teenage right, women get pregnant right. more often than, than teenage <laughs> yeah. men, but still, when teenage pregnancy happens. So, reverse subverting expectations, yeah. you know? Like, it is wild that, like, he just lives with them now. Right. And, like, is it's like his, he's dead to his family and his family's dead to him. And he's still just, like, I mean, obviously he's still going to high school, I guess. But, like, and he's still, like, star player. And, mm-hmm. he, like, he is kind of, like, comically over, uh, comically, like, overwhelmed by being a dad. Mm-hmm. But, like, not the slightest bit, like, traumatized by, like, <laughs> his family being a thing of the past. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I bet they'll come back in for some kind yeah. of plot line. I bet no, we I'm haven't excited. seen the last of. I'm excited for like the guest star mom and dad. Yeah, who is it gonna be? It's gonna be some like. It'll probably be somebody that was like on a '90s sitcom. <laughs> that like in 2001, people were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it's you know, it's like B-list version of Ted Danson, right? Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. No, I think, like, we're really seeing... It's just this is going to continue to be a theme. Like, Reba, in this very conservative context in which she is ostensibly existing, is somehow, like, the most forward-thinking, open-minded person there. And it's like, the bar is really low. It's not like she's doing anything that crazy, but... Yeah. No. I mean, they definitely, like play up texas as the setting mm-hmm. of like like you notice that there was a coffee table book that just said texas on yeah it, it was funny <laughs> and then she, barbara jean was like you know trying to have a, a little one-on-one with uh cheyenne she was like come see my texas shaped ice, ice cube, cube tray, tray. <laughs> and then when at the table that they actually spoke at spoke at was a fruit bowl that just was shaped like texas look they're driving at home that's this is a real show about texas it's basically friday night lights but not exactly (laughs) like if you grew up in texas you grew up with either a reba life and i won't tell you which one i grew up with it was reba (laughs) but also another barbara jean uh this is something we should probably keep track of um, and I'm just going to assume that it's been the case for the first four episodes, mm-hmm. so we'll say it's been four straight, is that I don't think a scene has ever started <laughs> with Barbara Jean in the room, which is like, 
it, it goes towards my theory that she's the, the Kramer. Kramer of the Like she has to barge in. <laughs> like, and part of me thinks that like if that they might even have thought to like write in her starting in, and she's like, no, 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 no. Like part of my this acting is my character is just like large entrances. Um, so yeah, uh, do we have? Do we remember the categories that we had? I we don't. didn't go over this. We did have some. I mean, just need to listen we back had, and see what they were. I think you. I think you usually did like a song, so I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. Mm, I don't I'll know let you if think that's about real. That. I think we, yeah, we did like a Reba and... song that went to pair with the episode. Um, I think we did that like one episode, and then we didn't do okay. it again. We had the like, like moment in the episode that we that didn't fit with everything else. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's the gummy worm moment. Yeah, obviously. No, definitely. Oh, I mean, you could argue the toucan thing <laughs> there was <laughs> strange, but I guess it didn't. I need to institute a new um, segment, which is Reba's most feminist slash empowered slash woke yeah. icon uh, moment. This one's obvious. Is it? Yeah, because honestly, before we before we started this podcast. You told me this line. You, you uh, watched this episode and called okay, me and told me this line. <laughs> so. um, well, if it, I hope it's the one that I'm thinking of. But, I mean, there's a lot to choose from. But woke icon Reba saying Cheyenne was, like, complaining about her morning sickness. This is early in the episode. Van's like, well, why haven't they come up with a cure for this? In his, like, typically, like, idiot fashion. <laughs> and Reba's like, because men can't get pregnant. And it's like, boom! Yeah. Just dropping the bomb this on This like, Natalie had goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, okay? That is extremely real. Yeah, no, it's... Reba it's... with the real talk. Rebel talk. <laughs> right. If, oh, boy. Rebel talk with... Brian Gumbel. Um, but... No, that that was it. I mean, yeah, there I mean, was a Brock thing for like pregnant. the person who had like the best redemption or something, and it's like always going to be Van. That was one of our yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, first of all, I forget it's what the it was. J.R. Smith. Award. Oh right, J.R. Smith. All right, award. because it's a totally original award, mm-hmm. unlike <laughs> any other show, much like our <laughs> right. podcast. Which does not have a <laughs> title similar with, with any, any other shows. Show. Um, this is the J.R. Smith Award for the character who um, who makes like a blundering mistake mm-hmm. uh, that's like almost hard to fathom, but then we still all love him anyway. Yeah, like J.R. Smith, um, and that yeah, you are like, you're right. It could easily be. The Van Award because he's gonna win it nine out of ten times. Yeah, but yeah, basically it could also be the other mom award because she kind of. I mean, I don't know if we love her anyway, though. Yeah, no, I mean that like nobody loves her. and there was no like the show also like didn't <laughs> kind of just wrapped up like resolution happened mm-hmm. without any reason for resolution to happen like she just apparently off screen had a realization yeah and was like 
yeah, never mind. I'm actually not like that anymore. <laughs> like, there wasn't a grand lesson that was, like... No. Like, she just, like, felt guilty. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Van, like... And they, Van even, like... The moment that he had at the end was, like, actually even, it was like, sweet. nice. He yeah. was, like, oh... And, like, they do a good job of writing how dumb he is. Like, it's... <laughs> he was, like, if you were faking being happy, then... He's like, I was only happy because you were happy. So if you were fake being happy, then I was, I was fake being happy. happy. And then he was like, I've been lying to myself. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. And also, for anyone who has listened to these episodes and still hasn't watched Reba, but has watched other TV shows in the past 20 years, Van is Kevin from Shameless. I haven't Which seen is that. like, uh, I don't know, it's been on for like 10 seasons. So it's like a really popular show. Hmm. And it's also just extremely like... It's like a Showtime show, I think. Or, okay. So it's very, like, like, lots of nudity and drugs and okay. sex. And uh, and so it's very strange to watch him huh. on this show, as I'm sure it was very strange for original Reba watchers to, watch, <laughs> to then see Van turn into Kevin. But he's honestly, he's this, he plays the same character. That's it would funny. be like... If he dropped out of high school mm-hmm. and just, like, bought a bar, mm. it's, like, in that show, he's, like, well-intentioned, like, usually the dumber person in the room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of this episode, he, like, walks into Reva's house with Cheyenne, and he's, like, we're in this together, you know, like, he's, like, learned about morning sickness, and then she, like, Reva makes him read what to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> so yeah. that's like a good right. lull. Um, I can't believe we made it all the way through the episode without talking about the sex joke. The main sex joke. The main sex joke. Um, because like, first, it's when Barbara Jean is kind of giving Cheyenne the lowdown. Like, you just have to fake not being, not having morning sickness um, to make your husband happy. And she's like, because, you know, faking it, that's what... It, She's like, you have to do what women are best at. Yeah, Cheyenne's like, you mean fake it? And Barbara Jean's like, well, that's what women are good at. And with this, like, big, like, cheesy, insane smile that is, like, Barbara Jean's specialty. Um, And and, it, like, cuts to Brock, like, thumb wrestling. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so there's that. And then at the end, like, um, when Cheyenne is kind of doing this reveal that she, like, has been pretending to not have morning sickness, and so is Barbara Jean. She's like, I've been faking it, and Barbara Jean's been faking it without any context, and Brock's like, whoa, 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 what are we talking about here? And then he's, like, not worried, because they're not talking about orgasms. They're right. talking about morning sickness. Right. So this was, like, the, the like, discreet, yeah. Primetime network TV. Exactly. Sex joke. We'll go over the kids' heads. Yes. Yeah, allegedly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think that it about does it for episode four of Reba yeah. ever. Next episode is one that is, is kind of like a canonical episode in Natalie's in my Reba history lore um I would argue in the lore of the entire it's, series it's like the big Friday Night Lights Reba crossover <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you want to watch season one episode five before you listen to the next episode you know that wouldn't be a bad decision yeah I mean everybody like I don't know take your time we don't want to like crash Hulu with all the people 
watching the same episode at the same time. <laughs> I mean, I will just say, though, like, from all the episodes we've been through so far, I think I would recommend, I think it's two, which is the one where the <laughs> high school uh, threatens to kick Cheyenne out, and this upcoming one. Like, okay. this one we just talked about, it's like, it was all right, but it's like kind of mid-tier for yeah. in the Reba. There was too much of the young son. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we should come up with a ranking for the, the Reba. No, for Reba episodes, like the uh, five star right. or whatever, but something specific to Reba. We'll do what you just did, where it's like, all right, two, one is two, two is five, <laughs> three is one. <laughs> that won't confuse people or anything. Anyway, okay, but you got the gist. You should watch the next episode. And thank you for listening, as we, ever. Yeah, we've got merch planned. We've got merch planned. We, I'm going to make it happen ASAP because it's going to be pretty sick. <laughs> TBH. Um, and yeah, thanks to anyone who rated and reviewed us on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is the only interface I personally like really know how to use. Um, thanks to the one guy who said it sounds like, what was it? Like, somebody said it stinks out loud. Stinks out loud. Yeah. You know, that's what we aim for. Um, we just want to provoke a strong reaction either way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, we're not aiming for mediocrity. You know, we want to either like hit those highs or like be down in the lows, you know, and just own that. Yeah. Um, that's what the Reba podcast network is all about. RPN. Um, yeah, it's kind of our brand mission brand focus um we are available at all of the normal podcast places thank you for listening um have a great week filled with reba see you